0: Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of Game Over. The premiere video game show hosted by two presidents of third guy, only live from Simon's basement, Adam's basement, and Matt's second floor. I'm your father, son and the goalie host, Simon Pazzo, joined in solidarity by my faithful squadmates, Adam Pazzo and Matthew Menia. How are you doing, lads?
1: Uh, I'm okay. I'm enjoying the fact that I'm about to have a week off. Because it's uh, reading week next week. Oh my god, oh. yes. <laughs> it could be coming at a better time. I'm like, yeah. I,
2: could, I desperately need it as well. Yeah. I feel like the fall reading week for you know a university that has only recently added uh, that feature of the school calendar. Uh, once you have it, you look back and you're like, how did we ever make it without this? I know. Yeah,
0: It feels like and partly because on Halloween, uh, I was playing some Left 4 Dead, which, by the way, holds up. Left 4 Dead still a solid game, but uh, it it feels like Reading Week. You can kind of hear the zombies coming, like you can hear the scream. <laughs> but for now, you don't have to shoot, and like you have that brief time to like does everyone have health packs? Does everyone have a pipe bomb? You know, it's the in between waves moment, but it's so necessary.
2: I agree. Mhm. Yeah. Especially this year, honestly.
0: Yes, this, I mean, this year is just fucking bananas with everything else. Of course, don't worry about any of that. You are listening to definitely the most important thing happening in the world right now. A video game podcast. There's nothing else of significance. so You can have your entire focus on what we're saying. Look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now, okay? Focus on this, and you'll get through just fine. So, uh, I don't know what you guys have been playing this week. I... I keep meaning to go back and like finish stuff that I have started. I think the next thing on my list of stuff to finish that I've started is something that, correct me if I'm wrong, we've all started and no one finished, the XCOM expansion pack. Has anyone finished it? Wait, what? Remember oh. that XCOM expansion pack? Chimera
1: yeah, Squad. Ch- Chimera squad. Yeah. yeah, I played like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah I kind
2: of did the same. I was excited for it and then just got distracted and forgot it existed.
1: I think I played for like two hours
0: the first day, went back like a month ago and played another couple hours, and then stopped, and I, I think that I need to go back and finish it because I don't think it's very long, so I should be relatively close to the end, but that's what I'm going to do, but the, the thing that I was doing this past week, which is not exciting at all, is I played Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist, the uh, online or the Steam Yu-Gi-Oh! game, the cheaper of the two. There's a more expensive one for some fucking reason, I don't understand. Um, and i got to like the end of the yugi saga you know where he goes up against merrick again with the egyptian gods and all that kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. and, the, and it ticked over to Oh gx which is like the second of five because oh my god Oh is gonna be going on a long time yeah and that's when like the even the base decks were like summon 15 monsters in the first turn do this do that like it's just insanity i'm like you know like, what? accurately <laughs>
2: representing the card game
0: <laughs> I'm out. I kind of like to me. Yu Gi Oh was at its best when you had a 2,000 defense monster and it could last for a while. You know, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah no. <laughs> that's when yeah. the game was at <laughs> its, its like, strongest.
1: Yeah, you had a you had a 2,000 defense monster. It was just, can I manage a victory before they get the blue eyes out?
0: Exactly. Yeah, like the power creep jumped off a cliff, and it was even like weird. You know, when you misremember things as kids, and it's like that. That's not the way that was, was it? did I Mandela effect my whole childhood?
1: Yes. You uh, that's did. <laughs> what I had with
0: Yu-Gi-Oh because there were like a lot of cards that in my head came way later and were like a part of this big power creep, but they were still just contained in season 1. Like I was I had a a deck based around spell counters. Yes. And I'm like, "Damn, this is crazy powerful. This has got to be like some later shit." It's like, "Nope. That was No, that was the a thing when I was season. still playing the card game. I know, I know. Yeah, I was surprised at how early it was. So uh, I mean, I remember that you and I both had cards that did it, like the yeah. uh, the that, library. That whatever one the fuck. specific
1: spellcaster was just really, really good. I'm trying to remember yeah, I had, his name, but I had Breaker the Magical that's, Warrior. That's that's the one, Breaker. Yeah, yeah, he's really good.
0: And then I had like the uh, the Dark Magician of that type of thing, which is like Endymion, the Secret Sorcerer, or something like that. And he, uh... I mean, the the game was a lot of fun. But like as I progressed further and the computer just had this insane power creep, I was like, okay, this is maybe where I you know, wash my hands of this game. Yeah, I, I had my fun. It was $20. I think we split it, so it was like 10 bucks. Like, whatever. This is, I can, I can have fun in this zone, reliving my childhood, and that's pretty much it. So that, I think that's almost exclusively what I did this week. Adam, what have you been
1: up to? Hey, Actually, hold on. Oh, hold God. on. I know what you've been up to. Uh, <laughs> let's actually go to Matt first for the shorter answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be here a while.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I very briefly have just started Hades. I will say the first 20 minutes seems great, but I don't really have anything to talk about for it yet because I have just barely dipped a toe. Um, I, I actually went back and I've um, uh, kept going a little bit with my playthrough of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yes, um, bitch. I've, and continued my tradition of basically making no actual progress in the game um, because I was pretty much just going around whaling uh i guess i just really like hunting in games i am not a hunter at all i have never hunted in my whole life i have caught one fish that i was like too freaked out to even grab and throw back in um but apparently in games i really like hunting that was the thing that stopped me from progressing in red dead 2 i was just like roaming the countryside shooting animals and selling them for like you know a tenth of what i could actually get for them if i used any other stuff um but you know what I had a great time, just you know, sailing around. Uh, I guess you know, killing animals uh, sounds bad, but you know, it's it's fun in the game. Um, you and monster. And just like, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't actually like killing animals. Like I don't, I don't want to go. <laughs> like I don't enjoy hunting. The I don't like the idea of it. But in the game, I'm just like, yeah, like die whale. Um, I'm glad you um, clarified
1: that. Yeah. In the <laughs> yeah. game, I'm like
2: die. In reality <laughs> yes no not a hunter at all but in the games i really like it for some reason um and yeah so i, I spent just most of my time just sailing around doing random crap um you know acts like starting a fight and then accidentally causing a much bigger fight than i meant to and then running away and inevitably dying that's a assassin's great um, for you
1: yep <laughs> <laughs> that was my experience Damn. the first four games <laughs>
2: yeah you're like oh man there's like the ocean's great there's so much stuff to do and as soon as you get in a fight you don't want you're like oh my god there's way too much stuff here the ocean is huge like this should be way emptier than it is um so yeah i i I didn't really uh achieve much in the game but I've, i've been having a good time with it i i would like to try and progress a little bit more um because i i forget exactly how many hours i have in now but i'm still only like a quarter done the game and i've been playing it for like a year and a half so yeah um yeah, it's probably and time and that st- I actually make some progress on that.
0: And the story is solid too, so it's like it's not even mm. as if you're you're have to avoid some like cheesy Assassin's Creed story like I was when I played three. It's like it's solid. Man, I'm the opposite in games though. Like, a I don't hate killing animals in person, but like it's it's really the only line that I still feel gross about crossing in games. Like I've played GTA, I've played Red Dead, I've done reprehensible things in games. I've uh, like chase somebody down because they were there, lassoed them up, and then watched a train run over them. I've done all sorts of horrible stuff. But, like, anytime (laughs) there's a dog of any kind, or even, like, the little squeak of a fox when you shoot it in GTA, I'm like, ah, ah, no. So that's I kind of dug playing Ghosts of Tsushima, because I think, I don't know if they're implying that the samurai were vegetarians, or I don't know if they are, but, like, there's animals in the game, and you get basically no credit for hunting any of them. So, like, there's no reward. Um, I mean, I guess you can kill, like, bears and boars to get their skins, but to be fair, they attack you back, so that feels better, I guess. So, Adam, uh, this Hades thing is literally all I see on Steam these days. Yep. Now, before you give your educated opinion, let me give my dumbass one. It just seemed to be one of those games where it was in a genre that I didn't... Like, I've n- I haven't have really touched anything of that genre since I was a kid, it feels like. So it's always like, yeah, it may be the best thing ever, but it's the best thing ever in a genre that I don't do. Is it worth crossing genre boundaries
1: to play Hades? Absolutely. Why? Um, because, Sell it to me. Because it's the best game of the year. Uh, Whoa! Like, it's, it's and it's not close. <laughs> it's better than wow. The Last of Us Part Two with its golf club simulator? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Like this, this, this may be, I, I'm trying to think of what the last best game I've played was possibly the first dark souls. Um, oh my God. So like you're passing a lot of good stuff in there, like God of war. No, the, the, the latest God of war. No, like I, I uh, like I like the latest God of war and I, and I also like the new Spider-Man, but also I preferred the original God of war series to the new God of war. Oh my god, if you could see the raw disbelief on my face right now. <laughs> I mean, obviously not graphically, but in terms of gameplay, the first three were way more fun than the new one was. Oh man, okay. I want massacre to massacre Greek that. gods. I don't want to be dad of boy. I want to be dad of boy. Okay, so sell me on Hades then. Okay, so Hades is, is basically a game I've been waiting for for years, and I didn't know it. Because a lot of the games, like I like the roguelike thing. I like the, the idea of you do something, and then you die, but then you do it again, you do it slightly better. Like I think that's a, an itch that Dark Souls really sort of awakened in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've played a bunch of them, like Enter the Gungeon and Wizard of Legend, and none of them really sort of grabbed mm-hmm. me. And it wasn't until I played Hades that I realized why. And it's because this one actually frames a narrative. There's a mm-hmm. story here, and it's fully voice acted. It's really well written. And one of the beautiful things is that it's not repetitive and that was the thing i was sort of worried about when i started playing and it was actually let me back up and explain what type of game this is so in in hades you are hades jr uh your name is zagreus you are the son of the god hades this is set in the world of greek mythology um and basically you have gotten pissed off at your dad and this whole underworld thing and you're like i'm going to the surface and your dad's like no you're not and you're like yes i am and i'm going to fight through the entire underworld to get there and so you do um, and obviously this is really difficult so this the the structure of it accomplishes a lot of things really neatly it explains how you can keep dying and coming back because of course you just you're the son of hades you just respawn in hell and try again it's not that complicated mm-hmm. um and, and you get access to all of these, leg- well, six sort of quasi-legendary weapons um, eventually. And it has a really uh, nice progression system based around several resources, but not too many, which I like. Uh, but basically that's it. It's just, it's a sort of dungeon crawl. As I said, it's in the vein of, of Wizard of Lenger, Enter the Gungeon. There's a bit of bullet, bullet hell in there are just fast-paced action. Also in, what is the other one? Um, I was going to say Super Meat Boy. It's not Super Meat Boy. Uh, Binding of Isaac. That's the other one. And I'm sure there are many, many, many more. Um, But those are the, the ones that I immediately think of. But that's it. It's just, you just run at this, try to get to the surface over and over and over again. But there are so many other things layered on top of it that it always feels different. One of the biggest problems I had with Enter the Gungeon... Was that there were many runs where i would go through it and then i'd die and then i'd start the next run over and i'd be exactly in the same position like i would have not grown at all i would have made maybe some progress towards the next change but i would essentially be in the same spot as i was before in hades the way that the advancement works is you're always gathering something when you're out uh there's a good mixture on each run of temporary resources that you use during the run and permanent resources that you use to upgrade your base effectively after you die. So, essentially, like I've done... Actually, I'm, gonna, I'm playing the game now, so I'm going to go look. I think I've done about 50 runs. Let me see. 55. Wow. I've done 55 runs. And after almost every one of them, something about my core situation changed. There was something I could do at home base that said, now I'm a little bit better to try this again. And even when you don't do that, the game does that. As you advance farther and farther, more things happen. Um, Just as an example that won't spoil much, um, at one point, after you do a certain number of things, uh, a minor character will show up occasionally, and he'll help you uh, defeat one of the encounters. And that doesn't happen at the start of the game. So they add layers and layers and layers as you keep playing. Um... To always make it feel fresh and interesting and the thing that I worried about was that it would quickly feel repetitive because this game style is designed to be that you you go you die you try again but there are so many lines like the writers have done so much that I've only heard the same line maybe like twice Wow, it is astounding, and a lot of them aren't just lines; they're full-on conversations between your character and somebody else. Like it is absolutely incredible. Um, they have so the basic the conceit of the game is that the gods on Olympus have heard that you want to get out, and so they want to help you. And so your upgrades on each run are you find blessings from various gods, and that's how you customize your run. So. On one run, maybe you'll run into a bunch of stuff from Zeus and Athena, and you'll have powers based around that. And then on other runs, it will be different. And there's about eight or nine Olympian gods available to you, um, a couple of whom you don't even get to meet until quite a bit later. And there's just there's other there's a lot of little variations so that you essentially never feel like you're having the same run twice. Um, and there's a there's just a lot of other nuance. And then once you actually beat the game. Uh, the, the prestige mode, as it were, the new game plus of it, adds even more layers that make all your subsequent runs harder and harder and harder. And they have organic ways to encourage you to use all the different weapons. Like there's essentially, and again, I'm not spoiling too much for Matt, but there's, there's essentially four acts to each run. And every act, when you beat an act, you get a, a specific rare resource. In the first act, it's Titan blood. In the second act, it's diamond. But you only get that resource the first time you beat that act with a given weapon. After that, you just get a bit of a, gene- a generic resource. So you're encouraged by way of wanting these rare resources to go and get, um, to, t- to try out all the different weapons and to unlock their various aspects. And there's just there's a lot going on. There's a lot of customizability, but not so. Much, but it's introduced gradually enough that it doesn't feel overwhelming. Um, I have a couple of nitpicks with it, but not very many. But, yeah, just it's... The story is good enough that it, you keep coming back. You're motivated with the way Zagreus is because you find out information at essentially the same pace that he does. And it is quite nuanced and complicated. Like, there's a thing that I'm pretty sure I can see coming, but that's only because I have a huge background in Greek mythology, so and I know a lot about it. And so there's a twist that I'm certain is coming that I, that I can... No, but anyone who's coming to this casually wouldn't necessarily. But even then, the story has had a couple of turns that have surprised me. So, like, yeah, from everything story, gameplay, the music is spot on, the voice acting is great, everything about this game is wonderful. So, at the
0: beginning of that, you listed off a bunch of genres that you said kind of had awoken in you, and I know you've done more rogue like. Or road light, I always get it wrong. Uh, and like Bullet Hell, and there are a couple others that you mentioned that I know are really, really big on Steam because I see them there all the time. Um, well, I I haven't played any of those. And Dark Souls didn't awaken that love in me at all. Dungeon Crawler was another one. I really don't do any Dungeon Crawler games, or any road lights, or any of stuff like that. I really, honestly, don't even play much like two D games, as dumb as that sounds. So. To go back to the original question, just to clarify, you think this is so good at doing that kind of stuff that it'll appeal to people, even who aren't into it.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, like, maybe like you probably won't get sucked in as much as I did and play like thirty hours in two days or something. But um, I am at thirty hours, but it's more in two days. <laughs> um, but I, it, it's so, it's such a just a well crafted game. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like, an, and, and you may not get hooked on it, but sort of in the vein that even though I was pretty sure I wasn't going to like it because I hated the story, I had to try The Last of Us 2, and I'm like, yeah, this is really well-polished and really well-tutorialized. The mechanics are great. I'm just bored as hell. Um, I it, I think even you have to just give this a shot. And unlike the, like, there's a, there's a lot of reasons to not like The Last of Us. Um, but in in this one, well, my point is like, it's, it's a controversial story and some people are on board with that and some people are not. Um, but in this one, the only thing, and it's a big thing that I could see you or mostly anyone not liking is the nature of the game plan. And that's just, if that's just not for you and you can't overcome that, then that's fine. But there's so many other things going on here that I think it's worth a try and you may end up going yeah, I'm not super thrilled with the the style of gameplay, but everything else is so good. I want to see what happens next. Well, the
0: next time that you're not playing it, or if you're offline or something, I might uh, I might give it a shot then. Yeah,
2: yeah. I was say like, I'm also not like a dungeon crawler, rogue like guy at all. Like I'm all, sort of like you said, man. like that's just not really my thing. Um, and this has me hooked. I'll be you know I've only played like 20 30 minutes so far, um, but like I. I was sort of unsure about that going in and for me it hasn't been an issue at all i'm i'm loving it so far
1: oh okay well before i forget uh matt i'm going to tell you Mm -hmm. something that i wish i'd known when i started playing because i wasted okay uh well i mean i'm sure there's several things and i i wish i'd known earlier that you had played it because i would have written some of them down um but there is a couple of tips one of them is you will um one of the resources you'll get is nectar. Uh, spend that like there's no tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, you basically right. the only thing you can spend it on is giving it as gifts to people. Mm-hmm. But every, the the first thing is give everybody one. Like your priority should be everybody you should everybody you meet. Make sure they get one because they will give you something the first time. Mm-hmm. After that, you have to give people like ten before you get the next thing. Ah, uh, they're getting um, greedy. And you've met? Have you met Dusa?
2: No, not yet. I really haven't like progressed okay. very far at all.
1: Okay. Well, she's in the home area, but my. Uh, but for, okay. from what I've seen, uh, once you've given one to everybody, basically pick a character and be like, "I am going to unlock you," and just be, and then Gosh. just give them all your nectar, um, because there are secret things that you will eventually unlock, and I don't actually know who gives you them all. Because I've only unlocked Dusa. So I know she does, and I'm pretty sure uh, Meg does as well. Um, but basically, pick a character and invest in them until the game forces you to stop. Uh, and then just sort of rinse and repeat with somebody else. Is is my advice on Nectar. Because like, trying to build it up. Because there's about, I don't know, 20 or so people you can give Nectar to. In fact, there may be more um, but yeah, everybody gives you something the first time. And then after that, it's, it's way deep. So go shallow at first and then go deep. And then my second piece of the only other piece of advice I'm going to give you is there is a, cause this is a, this is a very expensive mistake that I made. Um, much later in the game, you will be able to unlock something called Erebus Gates. That's a thing you will okay. have to buy from the, the contractor Don't do that. Or at least don't do it when you first see it. Because you will have to have beaten the game like 20 plus times before those become useful. I bought it after I'd beaten the game once and I'm still waiting for it to be useful. Hmm. All right. Good to know. So those are... Note to future Simon. Listen back on what the (laughs) fuck Adam just said once you understand (laughs) it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, those, I mean, I'm sure I have many other pieces of advice, but that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Um, All right, I will endeavor not to make your mistakes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I made these mistakes, so you don't have to. Um, I'll probably make some of them anyway. Yeah. So I am, okay, how many times have I, oh, one, oh, that's right, the one last thing. So I've I've done 55 runs, I've I've beaten seven. I think that's it. Uh, It's, uh... But the the one upgrade that I always, always, always get is Divine Dash, which is the dash upgrade from Athena. Mm -hmm. If you see it, take it. Every time. Because it adds a deflect to your dash.
2: Yes, I do have it. It's pretty sweet. Every
1: time. Like, it doesn't matter what the rest of your build is, every time, take that one. It's so good. Like, you cannot beat... Well, I mean, you can beat the final boss without it, but it's really hard.
2: Yeah, I usually like being the the guy that just sort of like hops around doing all sorts of like weird stuff and not really just taking like the damage upgrades. So I think the options when I got that was like upgrade your attack by like 40%, like upgrade your defense by like 40% or like add this weird little effect to your dash. I'm like, "Yep, that one. That let's one. go." <laughs> yeah, that was the
1: right So choice. good to know that's actually like a strong option. Yeah, no, that's that one's incredible. Like apart from that, I I feel you can take almost anything. Um, the Hermes one that gives you an extra dash I always feel is lovely. But uh, you mm. don't always get that. But I will I will go out of my way to make sure I get that one from Athena because it's so freaking good. Sweet. Well, glad I um, did. Interesting. Like, they actually... Well, uh, oh, sorry. Just one last thing. They actually have a records list where you can look at what your stuff is and that's what I'm looking at right now. I have the... Um, of all of the upgrades you can get from... They're called boons that you can get from the Olympians. The second most frequent thing I've gotten is life affirmation from uh, Aphrodite, which I've gotten fifteen times. I have gotten divine dash twenty nine times. <laughs> That's more than half of my runs. Well, so yeah, great game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, you've uh, you've you've sold me enough to give it a try. Maybe that's what I'll do later. Uh, try that out. I don't know. There's a new Apparently there's a new Overwatch season coming out, either today or tomorrow. That's what I was considering doing, but it might just have sold me. Maybe I'll get hooked on this Hades thing, and I actually have a week off of school, so
1: it would be a good time to get hooked on something.
0: Oh, shit. I'm fucked.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, so let's move on to the... Uh, yeah, if you want a good story, this is... and Yeah, because that, that's the other thing Matt will see soon. The story is just great. I do love a good story. It's so weird playing online
0: games and talking to other people. And like, I feel like most of the people who play online games, go figure, are the type of people who only play online games. So occasionally, when I'm playing Overwatch or something, people will be like, "So man, what else are you guys playing? You playing like COD Zombies? You are playing like Battlefield? You playing this? You playing that?" I'm like, "Uh, I made a Mars base this week, <laughs> 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 something like that." Uh, it's so weird. Okay, so let's go back to the dungeon crawl that we all can agree is uh, going to be. Hashtag thebomb.com. I'm sorry for saying that. Demon Souls. Demon's Souls. Make sure I get that right. Yes. Put some respect on that name. Coming up for PS5 uh, later this, like, next week. Oh, my God. It's coming up so soon. Um, but we got some new Demon Souls news. Vati Vidya made a Vidya, which we As won't bother does. trying to fully summarize, of course, because you can just go give him AdSense because he fucking deserves it. The man's a genius. Uh, but the big things that we discovered... Uh, and I know I think Matt, you watched the video most recently. But the big things that I remember from the video are omnidirectional rolling confirmed. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some pre-order bonuses that have not been confirmed, or I think have been confirmed to just be pre-order bonuses, which is kind of gross. Bullshit. And I agree with him on that one. And they're they did not fix the sixth Arch stone. So the Demon Souls that you remember is going to be the Demon Souls that you get. But there were some other interesting things about grasses and stuff. I'm trying to think. Was there anything else I missed other than, like, the grass and the and the weight load that you guys remember? Oh,
1: yeah, that's right. The, the grasses have different weights depending on their quality. And, yeah, that weight load yeah. is still going to be a thing. Uh, what else? Yeah, the, the thing, the major thing I was disappointed in was to find out uh, about the the, the uh, sixth archstone. I, I I was I really that hoping they would, they would do that. Maybe
0: Matt can be the tiebreaker. I thought weight load wasn't going to be a thing except for the grasses. Because the big, the big problem with me back in the day was like you pick up a bunch of rocks like when you're in World 2. If you spend too long in there, you'll pick up so many goddamn rocks you can't mm-hmm. pick up any more shit. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that the general weight load uh, wasn't going to be back except for the grass, which they were adding weight load to. So you couldn't just be spanning uh, new moon grasses all day every day.
1: Oh, maybe I misunderstood then. Matt's just watched it, so yeah. What is? Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I yeah. don't
2: remember that part. Um,
0: hmm.
2: Yeah, that one might have slipped me by. I, I actually don't remember that bit.
0: You know what? Watch the video yourselves and find out. How about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. one That's of videos, one of us misunderstood awesome. it. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, one of us misunderstood yeah. it, which is which is totally fine. But you know yeah, what? There like, were a couple
2: the... things that were kind of confusing about it.
0: Yeah, and he yeah. got information that wasn't in the video that from Soft, or not from Sauce. That Blue Point released, which we can also talk about. Sorry, Matt, I cut you off.
2: No, I was just gonna say the other thing that I was um, sort of confused about was they added some new uh, settings into the Nexus. Some of which are cool. Like there's essentially a mirror mode now, um, which wasn't something I was asking for. Oh, but yeah. Uh, certainly something I'm happy to have. Yeah, play um, through a
1: level backwards. I remember that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there's also some some way to uh, I don't remember the way they actually worded it, but basically storing your characters in the Nexus.
0: Yeah. He said you had to pay souls to retrieve or to bring a character into the world or something. And, and we weren't both us listening to it and then Vati reading it. I don't think anyone totally understood what they, they meant by that. Like if you could pay a certain amount of souls to bring in like an end game character would obviously break the game. We'll see. There's also a camera mode if you're uh, playing offline, so you have the capacity to pause the game and take like freeform cameras, which is like, whoa, that sounds mm-hmm. fun. Uh, I'm never going to do is... that, but all right. I'm gl- I'm glad I'm it's there so I can look at other pictures. people. Yeah, I can look at other people doing it on Twitter. Exactly right. Yeah, that was like the favorite, my favorite thing about the first week of Spider-Man was seeing people take the pictures and then post them on Twitter. It's like, oh, this game is so pretty when other people are in charge of it, and because uh, of the camera. Uh, <laughs> They had the option, they have a new, actually, functional camera this time in the game, and but they also gave you the option if you want to play with that classic janky Demon Souls camera, that's in there too. So, again, it's made by the same people who did the Shadows of the Colossus uh, remake, like, last year or the year before, I think at least one of us, at least I did. me, I thought Adam did it too, yeah. yeah, we played it, and that was just a really, like, made with love, attention to detail, solid, solid remake, so I would expect no less from this. And seeing, like, the little playthrough, it looked like, I mean, he was spanking the uh, armored spider. Like, I almost yes, felt bad. for. I'm like, man, I struggled with this as a kid when there were three of us with phantoms. And you're just, like, up here smacking it with no repercussions whatsoever. Where's the webbing? When yeah. is he going to shoot you with webbing? Okay? Because he's supposed to do that. And then he gets a combo on you. And then you die. But whatever. So he spanked the spider and then immediately goes into world 2-2. And I knew that it was legit when he turned right. It's like, right. you know exactly what we're all oh gonna boy. do. No one's going the fucking long way and going against that bugbear thing yeah. that ambushes you in the tunnels. No one's doing that. We're all going right. We're gonna see if we can make the jump on the first try. Probably not, and it's gonna be great.
1: So, not uh, to interrupt, but uh, remember that thing I just said that I saw a spoiler coming in Hades? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it just got dropped. Oh wow! Well, so right on cue. Yeah, exactly. That literally just happened. You'll have a where you have a
0: well-documented uh, where was I yes. when little moment with Hades there. Yes, yeah. that's good. The other thing that happened this week is uh, console reviews. The embargo on console and controller reviews has been out. I haven't seen a single thing about the new Xbox controller other than like it's still solid. I just saw it mentioned in kind of an Xbox uh, Series X review, but I've watched a few of them on each console. And, man, it's, it's been a few generations, I feel like, since they were, like, this neck and neck, if if it's happened at all. Like, they both just seem to be solid computers, you know? Like, that's the thing that they're both described as, like, kind of computer-esque, which makes sense. Um, but, I mean, they both start up very fast, they both have the solid states, they both do this very fast, they both graphically look fantastic. You know, you can't really go wrong with either one. I know that we've all stated that we're probably going to get the PlayStation for the software, yeah, but that being said, the things that I've seen about the new Dual Sense controller have me really excited. Both in the the couple of reviews, there's one that I sent you guys, and I've watched a few more. Mm-hmm. But the idea of it's got like specific rumble, kind of similar to the Switch Joy-Con, where you can kind of feel individual things, as if they're in there. It's got the adaptive triggers, so that they can have like different pressure depending on what you're doing. Everything I've heard and grant we're still so 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 early but everything i've heard is that people are saying that for the first time maybe ever the controller really adds to the immersion experience and boy does that have me excited to get one of my hands
1: i mean i feel like Mm -hmm. nintendo would go hey
0: the first time in a (laughs) triple (laughs) a (laughs) console yeah you're exactly right i mean they're kind of catching up but they, they finally actually when i watched that i was thinking like, they're copying Nintendo, but they're doing it smartly as opposed to a few years ago when they had that bullshit, like, baton thing. Remember when everyone was doing motion controls? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the wrong thing to take away from Nintendo. Adding in really cool shit to your existing controller that you do well, that's the right thing to take away from Nintendo.
2: Yes. Yeah, I, yeah the reviews that I've seen, people are, like, raving about the haptics on the new controller. And I'm... Super excited because I love that kind of stuff. I I really like the the HD Rumble or whatever Nintendo calls it on the Switch, but basically nobody uses it right outside of like Super Mario Party. I don't think I've ever actually seen it be used in a game. Um, so I'm really really excited to see what it feels like, which is not something I think I've ever said about a controller before. Usually it's just like, oh yeah, it's like it's comfortable. I guess sure it's good, but to actually like have the controller add something uh to the game is great because usually when like it's mostly been you know nintendo saying that kind of thing where it's like ah oh, it's more immersive than ever and it's like well it's just to me you just sort of feel like you added 15 different ways for the controller to not do what i wanted to um <laughs> so so this kind of thing actually has me really excited
0: yeah i agree actually it's funny i was playing super mario party uh, a few times the last couple of weeks and i got to a game where you like you had to pick up i think it was a an acorn game you get to pick up a box and then shake it to see how many acorns are in there and then like put it down you got points based on the amount and that was the first time i'd like felt that rumble in a long time and so i kind of sat back and i was like damn that was impressive like you could totally feel five individual things in there how the hell did they pull that off so yeah if if with like a th- what did the switch come out like 2016 i feel 2017? 2017 so okay. if with uh, like a three or four year like leap in technology. I can't imagine what Sony can do with it. I'm, I'm really, really excited. But what's just as exciting, I think, is that both consoles are getting really favorable reviews. Like There doesn't seem... I know there's going to be a console war. Matt was talking about how a student in his class was saying uh, that the PS5 is crap and the Xbox is the way to go. I don't think that there's any wrong choices here. Just go with whatever your friends are getting. <laughs> it's really, I yeah. think, the best way to do it. In this particular case. Okay, so a uh, couple more things. I, there's a one topic that we kind of wanted to finish on. The last bit I want to give everyone an update on NHL 21. So there's a really good video on a channel that I'm totally blanking on right now. But if you can find it, it's basically the guy has superimposed his NHL icon, I suppose, onto I think someone speaking like American Parliament. And then he's got the two uh, game developers behind him like EA and then Sean Ramajamsing are like superimposed behind him while he does like a 20 a minute talk on how terrible the trade system is in NHL 21. <laughs> I didn't even realize it, but like if you have like an 81 overall, like low top nine or something like a, t- a truly not a great player, they their trade value will spike At the trade deadline. Like, I didn't realize quite how bad it was, but you can get, like, a first and a second for some of these guys. Excuse me. And it just made no sense. So feel free to watch that video if you want to see a problem that I didn't even realize. But NHL 21, more than any NHL game I can remember in the past, honestly, generation, is buggy as hell. So I think Adam witnessed one of the bugs when he was over here, and that was defensemen would show forward
1: line chemistry. chemistry. Yeah,
0: Yeah. So they went in and they fixed that and they fixed another couple like issues that were annoying. But right now, franchise mode is straight up unplayable because they added in a glitch where basically if you try to, I don't know what spawns it because it didn't seem to happen every time. But if you try to uh, go to substitute player, you know, that screen where it says substitute, yeah, substitute on all lines, cancel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll just be stuck there. Like you can move around in it. You can click on it. You will be stuck there, guaranteed. So it happened to me three times in a row last night. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to move on. They said they're aware of it. But it's like, you're copying this stuff over. How are you copying this many mistakes? This is, it seems insane to me. Uh, So yeah, it's not in a great state, NHL 21. But against that mountain of negativity, the smallest credit, after you finish a game, they have like a three stars highlight intro, which I've never seen before. You know that little uh, square where it shows the three stars? It'll be like, you know, Mark Shafley, three goals. Yeah. Nikolai Ehlers, two assists, whatever. So now it'll be like, Mark Shafley, first star, two goals. And it'll show highlights of his goals.
1: Okay, that's cool.
0: Yeah, so I that's saw that. It, I didn't see it announced. Then I follow uh, Clappy, the their marketing guy on Twitter. I didn't see that announced. So when I finished the game and I saw the highlights, I was like, shit. That's the kind of tiny stuff that gets me excited. If you could just fix your game and add saved lines instead of best lines or in addition to best lines, this might actually be a good game. But like that's the tiny attention to detail stuff.
1: Yeah. You gotta that fix is the actually stuff. so
0: pleasing. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's fix the big stuff first, but like that's the kind of stuff that doesn't get added year over to year where you feel like they're just forgetting about it. That's like, true. Like we need we need more of that of that little stuff. You big things would be great. But even if you took the existing franchise mode and you added, excuse me, 30 or 40 small updates like that, I think that would go over really, really well. Even if the skeleton was the exact same, if you added a ton of little things that honestly you could do in a patch, I think the game would be so much better received. Yeah. But I don't think you guys have had a chance to play 21 too much yet. I mean, it's still buggy. Uh, But Matt, have you bought it yet? Are you still
2: waiting? No, I actually haven't. This is the longest I've held out on an NHL game in
0: years. Well, to be fair, usually there's NHL right now to spur you on. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Sure. It's weird that it's uh, buggy
2: though, because those aren't like that's not usually the problem with NHL games.
0: No, it's bad, but it it functions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is it is unusual, and like the trade deadline isn't the buggy part. It's the stuff that they just had in fine before is the buggy part. It's. It's bizarre. Can't explain it. Um, But moving on. So the last topic we're going to talk about today is we want to finalize the rules for our Pokemon tournament. So we've decided it's just going to be the three of us. It's going to be simpler. We have enough time organizing schedules with just the three of us. There's no use uh, trying to expand it too much further. Plus, it'll kind of be nice where we have an equal skill level. We don't want to have someone come in like Brian did a few years ago, if you recall, Adam, when he was like a legit competitive player. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I I feel like if we had played him, he would have destroyed us (laughs) because he like knew the meta backward and forward so we're just going to stick with the three of us we're all kind of you know familiar with pokemon we know what we've been doing but not the most up to date with the current meta it should still be fun so this week we're going to finalize the rules i know we've tried this type of shit before okay and it didn't go well but bear with us we're going to finalize the rules and then next week in addition to the news and regular stuff we're going to go over our draft Okay, so Adam, I think you've got a little rule set. Let's just go over it, okay. and then if anyone has an issue or they want to tweak it, uh, we can go over that too. But I, I really like what you've got down here so far, so maybe just go through it
1: right now. Okay, so basically, we are going to play, do this over five divisions. Um, uh, I'll talk about each division in a bit, but in the common rules for each division, we all draft a team of nine Pokemon, Uh all 45 that a person drafts have to be distinct. So in total, so that means, Oh, apparently somebody's calling. (laughs) Um, hopefully someone will pick that up. Uh, but basically, uh, all three of us will, uh, draft 45 Pokemon. So that's what 90, 135 of the eight something, whatever we have now. Yeah. Um, that will be in use. Um, Every team that a person makes can either have an Uber, an OU, uh, and the rest under, or three OU and the rest under. So you get a choice. Uh, Drafts will be done in snake format. Uh, So we'll decide who goes first, and then it'll be ABC and then CBA and so on. Uh, And then for the actual battles, we're going to do two round-robin rounds. So everybody plays everybody. Uh, each match will be a best of three and then the top two after the round robin will face off and that'll be the division winner and then whoever wins the most divisions wins the whole thing uh the only uh oh the only other universal rule is that everybody every pokemon you draft you have to use at least once but not are we doing more than once so if you have a guy who could be on your uh, generational team could they also be used in monotype or are we having them exclusive? No, they they are distinct. You you have so, to drop 45 unique Pokémon over the 5 divisions. Right, that's what I'm saying. So you can only use So if I have, I don't know,
0: Charizard and he goes in my and I'm gen 1 and he goes on my gen 1 team, I can't have him on my flying team just to confirm. That's
1: correct. But okay. I can have well, him on fuck, my flying team.
0: That's gonna Oh, I see. So okay. Oh, what the f okay, you bent my brain there. That's not what I was yeah. expecting at all. I thought we were gonna have like uh soul possession over these Pokemon. I mean we could do it that way. That actually could be fun. <laughs> I that's what I had in my head and honestly I think I would prefer that. All right, but then let's I'm do not that. sure maybe we could have a restriction that can be on only like two or three
1: of your teams max. Well they can, they can definitely only I I like I would put my foot down on you could you can only have it once. Whether somebody else could have it in a different division, I would I'm up for debating. But I definitely think you can only ever have Charizard once. Oh, I think it's more fun and,
0: and more resource scarce if we each get a single Pokemon. Like once I
1: have Charizard, he's off the board for you guys. I'm totally fine with that.
2: Yeah, I kind of like that too. Get a yeah. Okay, so so
1: then it really is. So a hun- we will draft a hundred and thirty-five different Pokemon. Partly because yeah, exactly. Partly because I think the uh, the less
0: balanced things are, kind of the more entertaining it is. That's true. You know. I mean if we ended up if we could
1: use the same pokemon we'd probably have a lot of overlap when it came to like the higher level OU guys, you know. That's true. All right, so there yeah. it is. Once a person takes a pokemon for any division, they are off the board forever. And then do we want to make them available in all 5 or do we want to like say max 3? Oh no, sorry. Like I think I think you draft a you're drafting a different team for every division.
0: Uh right. So,
1: but no, you're not drafting 135
0: Pokemon for monotype. And that no, you're drafting. You're drafting nine. Right. Okay. So, oh, okay. So, in my head, in my head, I was drafting. Oh, I guess the 135 would. Well, in my head, I was drafting that that many, and that was my pool. And then from that pool, I could assign them to each division as I pleased. Oh, I, I see it. what you mean. Okay, Which
1: that is I, that is not how I intended it, but. Um, well, what do you think of that? And well, what what is my, I think I think I would prefer that. Well, it's, it, the only reason I would be, like the the only thing that, that that makes that a touch worrying is that a couple of the the divisions will have restrictions that will might make that slightly difficult. Um, like just to make sure, like you would just you'd have to have enough Pokemon to fill out a team in this division. And as long as you're willing to commit to doing that, I guess we can do it that way. Yeah, I think we I'm
0: I'm willing to do Yeah, that. that sounds good to me. Okay.
1: Plus, I mean, just for the drama of doing
0: it on air, it's more fun if it's like and I with the first overall pick I draft Metagross.
1: God damn it You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we are going we are going to do a forty five round draft. Well it's gonna I mean it's gonna go way quicker
0: than the goddamn NHL draft, I mean <laughs> That's gonna be <true. laughs> I might have to go through and like rank two hundred. No, it's gonna be way more than that. Like three hundred Pokemon, and then just once you guys take them off the board to kind of know who is gonna come later. Yeah. So that'll be my homework for this week.
1: Yeah, it is to too. go ahead and do that. Okay. So, so in that well, the, and the, there are some other things we have to decide today, and that will actually help your inform your decision because now we're gonna talk about what the divisions are. Yeah. So as I says there, are, as I said there are five. Um, the first one is doubles, and I say that one first because it's the one that's the least complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, just all matches. Can you do doubles in Smogan? Oh, I think you can. Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, all, all matches are doubles. That's all there is to that division. All right. Um, the second one is generational, which is the team has to consist of one Pokemon from each of the eight generations plus one wild card. I would prefer if generation
0: meant we each got assigned a generation or something like that. Okay. Like we drew it, like we ran and, and, and like, I, I mean, you want to draw it out of a them. hat. I would like to draw it out of a hat. Yeah. I mean, maybe we can like, there's eight generations so we could each get two. Uh, and then, you know, you kind of could make your team around that, but you have the options, but I think that would be kind of fun. if it's like, well, I got two, but I also got eight. Okay. You know? Let me get a D eight mm-hmm. out here. Yeah.
2: I like
0: that. Did this
1: Ooh. live now, on there. Well,
0: I mean, before we uh, we get too far deep into that, Matt,
2: what do you think of that idea? No, I actually really like that one. You sort of get the um, behind the like, yeah, like I'm Gen, I'm Gen three team, I'm Gen five, whatever, you know. And these are these are like my boys, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take you on kind of thing. I like
1: that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will roll that. Who's going? To, who's going first? Uh, I can go first. All right, Simon, you have Generation Four.
0: Generation four. Okay, let me write that down. Is generation four good? I feel like it is. I
1: have no idea. Um, Alright, we'll do Matt. Matt, you have generation right. eight. Oh, oh no, sorry, that's Ooh. three. Three. Not eight. Three. three. All I right, mean three all is right. really
0: good. I like three a lot, so that's a great
1: one. Alright, and what am I what do I get? I have generation Son of a bitch! I get generation eight. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh no.
0: Hey, do it twice. I want two generations. All right.
1: Each. Simon. that's enough, so we may as actually, well. Actually, I'll do myself this time. We'll do it in snake draft format. I also yep, get yep. generation five.
0: Even though there's no benefit to be rolled No, there isn't. <laughs> <First>. <laughs> Not at all.
1: Uh, so, okay. I have to, I, so I, I got to write this down. <laughs> I got generation. Well, I got, you got it? Yeah, I got it. Well, I got mine down. I, okay. I didn't write yours. Instead. All right. So, Adam is five and eight. <laughs> Simon is four and... Oh, no, sorry. It's Matt next, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Matt next.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, four. Oh, Matt, you lucky son of a bitch. You got what? Gen 1.
0: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. he's going to be a Gen 1-er. So he got Gen... He
1: got one and four? Or no? Uh, no, I, I got four. You got four. You got three.
2: I was one and three. Yep.
1: One and three. Simon is four and we don't know, and I was five and eight. So Simon only has two, six, and seven left. Oh, boy. Hmm. Please not two. I have to keep rolling until I get one of those things. Uh, oh, you got half. your wish. It's not two. It's seven.
0: Okay, I'll take seven. I forget generation seven, but uh, two I know is, the, I think, the smallest generation or one of them. It's tiny, yeah. there's. Well, it's 100 it's Pokemon. A, it's not that it's small. It's only 100.
1: Actually, yeah. I think there
0: are a couple that are smaller than 100. Maybe yeah. seven's one of them. Shit. I spoke too soon. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. So the other one, uh, I mean, okay. So, so now that, well, hang list. on.
1: Before we, before we finish talking about po- uh, the generation one, we now have to decide how we're doing this. So, are we building one team that's a mix of those two generations? Are we building one for each? And if so, how do we play them? Oh, one for each. I think. And I think you have the option of building a one for either one.
0: So like, that's that's just why I wanted to have the backup because if like. If Matt got, uh, let's just say Generation 2 because I just shit on it, if he got Generation 2 and he couldn't possibly come up with a decent Generation 2 team, it gives him the backup of having his other generation. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean,
1: okay. So those I, are what we have available to us, and you can feel the team from either, from either one, one is how I would vote for it. I, but, I'm know. fine with that. So yeah, just like for the too. record, by the way, Gen 1, obviously 151 Pokemon, as we all know. Gen 2 is 100. Gen 3 is 135. So Matt yeah, has baby. So Matt with <laughs> 1 and 3, he's got a has a of ton of pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh gen 4 is 107.
0: Okay. Gen
1: 5 is 156. Gen 6 is the tiny one, 72, but nobody has gen 6. Mm-hmm. Uh gen 7 is 88. Okay, so I got I got a small grouping here. And then gen uh, gen 8 is 89. Oh boy. So Matt oh has a much bigger pool than either of us do. Alright. That's yeah, that's a pretty big advantage. Okay. Watch me squander it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, no, so, that, sure so that's so that's the that's the official rule is you can feel the team from either one. So I have to make sure in my planning that I include at least nine guys from both of those generations just to be safe. This is gonna be like quite difficult to just the, the drafting the is gonna be so complicated now. I like it. Yep. it's very interesting. Okay, so that's the generation team. Uh, so the next one is the weakling division. Oh, y'all are fucked! I got the <laughs> what's it called?
0: I got the uh the ultra beasts. Oh no! Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, aren't they all OU? <laughs>
1: probably i don't oh, know so then you can only use one <laughs> at a time we'll be fine oh,
0: okay so here's the thing i nominate we get rid of the weakling division and we swap it for baby cup Ooh, I like and Katie you Kong. can have the baby versions of pokemon you've drafted maybe just to keep it simple oh like weak division is fine, and I wouldn't mind. Ha- I don't mind having it in there, but I think having a, a baby round would be hilarious as well.
1: I mean, if we were gonna drop one, I would sooner drop doubles. Actually, yeah, because okay we that have too. four singles mm-hmm. and one doubles. It's kind of weird. Yeah, like basically, what we could yeah. do in theory is we could do one round of this in singles, and then if we feel like it, do it again in doubles. Yeah, yeah. That, okay, that works for Okay, so Division number 5 is now the Baby Cup. So di- the Baby Cup you don't actually draft for, then.
0: Yeah, you could just okay. take Baby... But they have to be... I mean, we could have some rule there, but you can't just have, like, Scizor. Or not Scizor, you can't just have, like, Pincer, you know?
1: Like, there are Baby Pokémon categorized, right? That's true, but, I mean, I I think in... Actually, who's viable? What is, what is it? Is it called the Baby... No, Little Cup, that's what it's called. Little
0: Cup, Little Cup. Yeah, so we'll look that up later. We'll, we'll determine the rules of that later once we look up the... Uh, yeah, the, it, the right. It's, cup. You,
1: they haven't evolved, they can evolve, and you can get them at level five. Okay. Those are the rules. That works for me. So this is... Okay, so this is Little Cup. Uh, so, haven't evolved. I apologize if you can hear the typing.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm, every time I hear you typing, I'm reminded that I bought you that keyboard <laughs> and I feel proud. That's true. <laughs>
1: haven't evolved, can evolved... Obtainable uh, at level five and then do not draft access to any eligible forms of otherwise drafted Pokemon. So this yeah. is the only way pl- uh, place you can repeat. You can take Charizard and you can have Charmander here. Yes. So we don't yeah. draft 45 then. Now we're drafting 36
0: ah right you are well. Uh, you know what I'm kind of glad that makes it a little simpler
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: the reduction is welcome
1: yes <laughs> okay so that's little cup uh, oh yeah so we have to return to it we have the weakling division which is quite simple everything's viable unless it has a 600 BST or more okay All right. Uh, then there's monotype which brings us to the next thing we have to decide now who gets what type oh. Now, there's two ways to do this, as far as I can
0: figure. I think we do a snake draft for the types, right?
1: Well, that's true. We could do that one, well, because we're only you're only getting one, right? Because there's only one division. So the 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 well, yeah, but I think we should do it like uh, like generation, where you can like we'll give each everyone a couple types, and then on any. Don't you think? Now, okay, so actually, I want to clarify this for both this and generation. When you say you can build either one, are you saying that? If I have, say, fire and, I don't know, dark, um, I can build a fire team and a dark team, and then in any of my given matches I can use either, or I have to pick one of the ones I got drafted and only use that one.
0: I would vote you can use either. So
1: did you say at the beginning I might have missed it, that's going to be like a best of seven? It's a round robin, and each match is a best of three. Now, during a match, you obviously have to use the same team. Okay. But, yeah,
0: I would say. Yeah, I agree with you. In a match, you use the same team. Um, but as far as the round robin goes, yes, you get a you get a few different options, and you can field whichever one. So I can uh, use you like.
1: fire against you and dark against Matt.
0: Yeah, if that yeah, works for Matt yeah. as well. Okay. Yep.
1: And then I. Well, then I guess the drama there is we don't say which team we're using until the game starts.
0: Correct. Correct. So you can get absolutely fucked.
2: Yep. Yeah. Gen- <laughs> okay. Gen can be pretty even, but yeah, the, the okay. types could turn into a bit S- of a stomp. So that could be so, fun,
0: well, I Well, na- it is thrilling when you
1: overcome a monotype disadvantage, It though. is. That mm-hmm. is pretty, That's one that of is the pretty best incredible. that you could possibly yeah. do. Um. So, okay. So then, do we want to do this at random, too? Because that could uh, be fun.
0: Jesus. Okay, maybe we can, like, each... How many types are those? Like 16, 18 right? types. I have it's a D twenty. So we can each pick, we each get 6 by that logic?
1: Yes, if we're fully distributing them.
0: So why don't we do how about half and half? We'll do a snake draft for the
1: first 3 and then we randomize the second 3? Well, okay. The the thing I worry about this is that we're only, like we're we're simply not drafting enough pokemon because like I think it's if we draft 6 each, then you're committing that's a lot of Pokemon in your draft you're committing to this. Well, we could up the draft, and we could just go 50 and 50, so you have, like, a spare pool. Just a big pool. I still, I don't think we need to distribute all the types, but um, I think it's fine if some don't get picked. How about two and two, then? And you have four. Okay, all right, let's do that. Then. All right, yeah. so then we'll I'll, Okay, so I'll change it to 50 Pokemon. Uh, uh, again, if, if that works for Matt Yeah, as well. again... It,
2: Pipe yep. up if you disagreed.
1: at any yeah, point. Yeah, sounds Mac. good to me.
2: No, no, this all sounds
0: good.
1: Okay, so we'll draft 50 Pokemon, and then we, you can distribute them to your teams. Okay, so then, all right, I will... Uh, okay, so, and as I said in my notes, um, your, your team has to contain at least two Pokemon of pure type, but normal flying counts for flying, because there just aren't enough. Mm-hmm. Just the one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Then, so do do we want to do random first or pick first? I would say pick first. Maybe just roll a a D6 and see uh,
0: who gets to go first. All
1: right. I am one and two. Simon is three and four. Matt is five and six. That suits me. One. That's me, right? Yes. Uh... Ooh. so who's
0: gonna hold on who's gonna go next roll that oh yeah maybe i'll be evens and
1: matt'll be odds okay simon will be evens five so that's matt Goddammit. so well it means you get to pick two in a <laughs> row though
0: it sure does right you are ken
1: i i go first but then i go last um i'm going well, to... as, as jesus said the first must be last and the last should <laughs> be first. that's very true <laughs> um see as tempting as it is to take flying because i know simon wants it Um, (laughs) i think just the nature of the game means i would be irresponsible not to take one of two types and i and of those two types i'm going to take the type i like more and say psychic okay because there are just so many ubers psychic is off the board all right Let's see I'm if Matt second. picks the other obvious choice of that for that reason. Well,
2: uh... I'm gonna go with Dark. Okay. I I'll
0: take it. I don't know if that was the obvious one or not. It's but. not. I'll t- it's Dragon. It's Dragon. And I'll take it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, of course. Duh. Thank you. <laughs> because I don't know, I mean, I don't know if Matt or Adam have a favorite Pokemon off the top of their head, but mine has been the same for, like, almost uh, probably a... Half a decade, if not more, whenever he came out. Gudra is my number one yeah. favorite Pokemon. See, all the time. Yeah, and, being and, a, and Dragon was. the Dra- Dragon, I have to take him.
1: Yeah, Dragon's the obvi- uh, their obvious choice because there's just so many powerful Pokemon of that type. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, I kind of feel like, uh, what's his dick? Yarmo Kekalainen back in, like, uh, 2016 or whatever when. Uh, <laughs> or no, not not Kekalainen. Whoever drafted. No, it was the Edmonton guy when yeah. RV fell. Although, Puliarvi's way worse than. Uh, yeah, no, Dubois, Dubois was good and RV barely plays so yeah i mean i had like a couple in my back pocket anticipating you guys taking the one i wanted like i'm a huge fan of normal as adam yes. knows um but i think it would be irresponsible for me not to take flying as my next pick because yeah. you're right i had a dominant flying team back Bit. in the day okay
1: matt your pick
2: hmm. um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with steel yep that's a good choice if you great, hadn't taken that pick. i was gonna take it that was great that pick. was
1: my next one okay okay well, with s- now now that I'm looking at this, I kind of don't want random, but fine. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it doesn't matter, right? Because you just don't build a team with whatever you get randomly if you don't want to. It's true. It's true. I have more
0: brain power to focus on my uh, my two preferred
1: ones. Probably. Now, see, so this is interesting because I'm looking at this and going, I gotta pick a team that beats Matt, because <laughs> right now I don't have a team that beats Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Um, Matt has got like yeah he picked he picked very strategically yeah for sure well I I think I'm actually going to not do that as a, because the obvious one to, to beat Matt is to take fighting but I think just because of it's just it's it is so it's so goddamn good like this, ah, there's a lot of them that are so goddamn good I'm gonna take electric okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna basically attempt to outspeed you guys at every turn. All right, all right,
0: okay, okay, okay. So Matt, yep, that Matt's gonna be tough to beat. Adam's gonna be tough to beat. Mm-hmm. Well, now I feel like I have a very versatile, like a jack of all trades. Now we'll type. see
1: what the randomness yeah. gives us. So for the record, I am going off the order. I have pulled up the Bulbapedia type page, and I am just going to go down their little. Um, uh, yep, their type chart here for randomization. Am I
0: going to go first in this stake draft because I was last in the other one? Uh sure. So,
1: so this way, Adam gets the doubles and I get the last pick. Yeah. All right. So Simon's number three is type number nine, which in this order is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh God damn it! He got ground. <laughs> <laughs> so well, now you're a gamble against me, right? If I bring electric, do you have flying or ground?
0: It's true. Oh, man, this is going to be
1: wacky. (laughs) Okay. Matt gets type number 20. There is no such type. Matt gets type number 11, which is two after ground, which is rock. Okay. Matt's got a very defensive set. All right. Uh Yeah, man. It's going to be an
0: unbreakable ball. All right.
1: I've got, uh, what did I say Matt was? 12?
0: Yeah. No, 11. Oh.
1: Yeah. I get, oh, I take it from Simon. I get normal. Type number no! one. Oh
0: my, my, my precious.
1: I also get type number thirteen. Ooh, bug. That's interesting. Oh, all right. Good god. Okay. Cool. Sad
0: about normal. Oh man. <laughs> like the only, literally the only
1: team that I still play regularly
0: on Smokin is my normal monotype. Dude, I rubbers. will
1: swap. If you want normal, I will swap you for flying.
0: No way! That's not a fair trade. A first, like a first round pick for a randomized one. Yeah, I'm, no way. Hell,
1: you're not Well, I knew you weren't giving up dragons. So, uh, so Matt gets type number uh, ten, which he can't have because it's psychic. Uh, Matt gets. Are you Are you saying you don't want ground, Adam? Uh, n- not over normal. <laughs> not when okay, you have. Oh, Maybe. We'll talk about it after. 1 2 3 4 it's 5 6 7 8 it's 9 10 11 12 34 15 16. Matt already has dark. Uh thir- just Christ, I can't get something nobody has. Fire. Matt gets fire. All right. Ooh. All right. Dark, steel, rock and fire. That is an interesting set. I like that. Vi- that
0: could be that could very easily be an, an elite 4 grouping.
1: That could be a Yeah, just a, yeah. a it's it's very thematic. I like it. Yeah. Uh and Simon, the big one. What does he get? Type number 4 water okay oh boy i like your set i actually i like everybody's set mine is weird <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of offensive firepower like a lot i would of offer up firepower. either water or ground for normal though
0: if you if you're now the question is
1: you. do i want to give you that terrifying power <laughs> <laughs> however um i will take that trade actually i will take water from you for normal
0: Okay. 100... Am I gonna regret that later?
1: We'll see. One hundred percent, because now I can actually beat Matt.
0: Oh, yeah. true. <laughs> true. Oh, sorry, Matt.
1: Without water, I could not really
0: beat Matt. <laughs> hey, you can make a trade too. What do you have?
1: <laughs> he has dark steel <laughs> no, rock I, and I, fire. I like mine. No, yeah, Matt. yeah. I think we Matt's is... We all have great sets. Mm-hmm. Pun intended. Matt's is rock solid. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be fun. Although, again. Mm-hmm. You can only feel the team if you manage to draft nine Pokemon of that type. Yeah, I'm going to have to go off
0: the wall a little bit to revive my normal team, but I think it's going to be worth it to make it happen. Yeah. yeah.
1: So of, of my 50 Pokemon, how many can I, I? mean, I'll definitely, I definitely feel like I'll have nine psychics, but I have to make sure I only have one psychic Uber because you can only, or I guess I can have more than one. I can just only put one on in a six man team at a time. Yes, and I have to have two normal
0: flying on my flying team. That's the rule? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sure I can make that work somehow. Yeah, I have to have... Actually, yeah. Yeah, I can absolutely make that work somehow. I might even
1: take the pure flying type just to have that count. <laughs> yep. Tornadoes. <laughs> the, the one I'm okay. going to struggle with, I think, is pure bug types. There's just not a lot of those.
0: Uh. True. I mean, I mean Pinsir jumps to as... mine, but... How are we going to count? Because I think we're, we're pretty much out of time, and I think we've made all the decisions that we need to make. But the question
1: is, if you have something that's going to Mega Evolve, do you count it as its original type or its Mega Evolve type? I think it's... Well, actually, it's true. We haven't talked about Mega Evolution, but I think it counts as its original type. Yeah, I think that makes okay. the most sense. So Matt could not have a Mega Gyarados, for example. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, on his... On, yeah, on his any of these teams. Because the only... Other, well, the other division we had was Theme... But, um, yeah, I think we'll have to discuss that in advance and we'll kind of do that off air because it's like,
0: you don't want, you don't want the strategy to be a theme. The theme has to be something prohibitive. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like if you have a, a trick room team, that's not a theme. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a strategy.
2: Yeah. Like all your Pokémon have to be the same color or something like that.
1: Although that something yeah. something goofy. Although yeah. it does make it like theme might be a little less viable just because we're now doing 50 draft 50 and then assign. True. So we may have to discuss right. that. But yeah, let's do that off air cuz I want
0: to we'll go We'll keep eat it in dinner. our back pocket. Yeah, we'll keep it in our back pocket and we can always swap theme for doubles if we end up not liking it. And then mm-hmm. just do it for shits and giggles later. Okay. Or something. Yeah. Okay, so next week, uh, first of all, let's get the housekeeping out of the way. Please like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash game umfm. You can still find us there. You can also find us wherever you find podcasting apps, including and especially now on Spotify. I see those Spotify numbers when every time that I open up the podcasting app, and it makes me very, very happy uh, to be finally, finally, the one good thing <laughs> to come out of 2020, to finally be on podcast, or uh, spodcast, to be on Spotify, that's the word. Smodcast is the Kevin Smith thing. But in the meantime, next week, uh, keep an eye out. I don't think any of us are going to be able to successfully get our hands on a console. I did see someone on the Winnipeg buy and sell offering to sell a uh, PS5 for $1,000. And he was going to meet someone outside of a gas station. And hey, uh, fuck you, <laughs> that guy, uh, you scumbag! Don't scalp—it's just rude. So I don't know if any of us will be able to get our hands on one of the brand new consoles uh, in the next coming weeks, because I know we're all swamped with school and stuff like that, and of course, money—money uh, money is tight in COVID land. But we'll see what we can do, and uh, we'll definitely be able to uh, to react and kind of give our opinions on on some of the things that we're seeing coming from out the insider, and kind of. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? Not coagulate, but kind of concentrate that information into an easy to swallow pill for all of you out there. But in the meantime, I want everyone to have a great week, have a safe week, and we will see you next time.